Welcome to Making Connections, a WMNT series on diversifying our future. In June, the Just Transition Fund released the National Economic Transition, or NET, platform. It's built on community-driven solutions for large-scale investments in coal communities facing economic decline. Recently, the Just Transition Fund held a press event to provide more information about the kinds of programs the NET platform recommends. Executive Director Heidi Binko led off the presentation. She is followed by Brandon Dennison, CEO of the Coalfield Development Corporation in southern West Virginia. So since 2015, here at the Just Transition Fund, we've been addressing the economic distress in communities across the United States where coal plants and coal mines have closed. We find, fund, and scale innovative local community-driven models to help people in places who are hardest hit by the changing coal economy. And in early 2019, the Just Transition Fund launched our National Economic Transition Initiative with our partners. We saw an opportunity for local leaders from affected communities all across the country to come together, unite around their common needs, and craft a vision for an ambitious federal coal transition program. We feel the need to make sure that these communities who are on the front lines of the energy transition have the tools and the resources that they need to make the shift to a new clean energy economy. And that's exactly why we created the National Economic Transition Platform, which calls on federal policymakers to make a big investment in an ambitious national community and worker transition program. Brandon? Great. Thank you, Heidi, and and thank you, everybody, for for joining today. So I just wanted to share a little bit of what I'm seeing on the ground in southern West Virginia, coal country. Um, We have generational poverty, and, and, and it's important to remember that even when the coal industry has boomed, it's been a boom and a bust, but even when it has boomed, we've still had some of the highest rates uh, of poverty uh, in the country. And so what's important to our organization at Coalfield Development is, um, is that we take an approach that, that really is holistic enough to account for the realities of, of generational poverty. So a lot of times in the, in the transition discussion, we'll hear about job training and workforce development. And there's this sense that, well, we can just you know, retrain that workforce to do other things. Um, the reality is I think that's much easier said than done. Uh, we've had a lot of job training programs that it, it just have not worked that well. And the training has not led to actual new jobs. And so as we talk about the transition from workforce development perspective, it's, it's really important not just to provide job training, but to be sure we're looking at the whole economic picture and helping new entrepreneurs get new businesses started. So there's actually positions for people to be trained for, and that those positions are in the communities uh, where we have our homes and our families and our social networks and our, and our deep ties and our roots. Our organization, uh, we start what we call social enterprises, uh, which is a unique business model. So we are a direct job creator, and we start these uh, enterprises in, in sectors of the economy that are meant to uh, model what a more diversified, healthy, and strong economy can look like, uh, sustainable agriculture, construction to retrofit buildings and make it more energy efficient. We help start the first solar installation company in the southern part of West Virginia. We do some uh, uh, recycling-based manufacturing as well. And we use these enterprises to put unemployed people back to work. Former miners, certainly, but also 
just people who, who have experienced poverty and maybe were never even lucky enough to get into the mines in the first place. And all of the people we employ uh, work according to what we call our 33, six and three model. So that's how we organize the work week, uh, 33 hours of paid work. So again, this is a real job. That's the main hook that makes us a little different from a lot of other job training programs. But six hours a week in the community college classroom, all of our crew members are working towards an associate's degree at the local community college and three hours a week of what we call personal development. So really carving out time in the week to to support people in in wherever they may need support, mental health, emotional health, physical health, uh, overcoming transportation barriers, um, uh, extra study time, building self-confidence, working on life plans. So, so it's, we really set up the whole week to support the whole person. Yes, to get a job, yes, to get job training, but also just to develop as a, as a human being and to have a support network to be able to, 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 to claw our way out of poverty. So when it comes to workforce development in particular, there are some key principles that we want to see put forward uh, when it comes to policy. Again, it's important to serve the, the, the whole person. It's important to align with community realities. I think a lot of times federal job training programs, it's, it's a national program, uh, and we try and force that on different local realities. We need to boost up the local leaders and entrepreneurs and organizations who know their community best, and, and we need to do it in a way that, again, is not just training a person, but is really helping to create the actual jobs that people need to be trained for in the first place. We have to find ways to, to directly employ people. And without that, I think it, it just doesn't work. It, the transition just doesn't stick. So the, that's my perspective from, from Southern West Virginia and, and from our organization at Coalfield Development. That's our 33-6-3 model. The one thing that I would say is certainly by, by denying that the transition is happening, you're not going to be starting off very well. So I'm not a policy expert, but I'll just speak to the importance of the frame of mind should be we're in the middle of this transition. A lot of people are, are their lives are, have been made harder because of it. And so how do we convert this, this painful transition into an actual moment of opportunity to where our communities can be even better off than they were even when coal was booming. So I think a lot of times it's a mistake. A lot of times that, that, you know, sometimes you get pushed back on even accepting that there's a transition. A, B, sometimes it starts off with, well, what can we replace? What industry can we replace these jobs with? You know, what, what will replace coal? And I think that's the wrong question. Need is a more diversified economy that, that, that treats people well, that's good for the environment, and that honors what's unique in the culture and the history of, of a given community. So what we want is a diversified economy with lots of different entrepreneurs creating lots of different kinds of jobs for all different kinds of people. That's, that's the vision that any state policy should start off with, you know, rather than just taking one industry and replacing it with another big one. You can find out more about the NET platform online at nationaleconomictransition.org. Making Connections is brought to you by WMMT Mountain Community Radio. Find out more at makingconnectionsnews.org.